Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today, fabulous guest, good friend of mine, goes back for a decade or more. Yeah. Mr. Chad Brown. He's a YouTuber. He's a speaker. He's an inspiring coach and mentor. He's a father. He's a dude who has figured a few things out. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, you're still working on it. Probably. Yeah, we are working on it. And uh, Chad, you and I reconnected not too long ago. We're both um, having a little bit of a presence on YouTube. I think we have a similar message. And... Uh, what caught my attention first is something about your motto. Yeah. Could you share that with our listeners? Yeah. Our family motto is love always, adventure often. And uh, that's actually, mm. um, that motto, we went through a process as a family to come up with a family motto, oh. but it ultimately was, and she was she was nine years old, at, no, eight years old at the time, Addison, she's the one that came up with it. Ha. As we nice. went, we went through this exercise, and and I actually did a YouTube video on on how to come up with your family motto, uh-huh. uh, following the pattern that we that we followed, and then ultimately um, Addison, our our little at the time eight year old, came up with love always adventure often. Love always adventure often, and it appears that you're taking that seriously. We're trying. So you're. <laughs> Folks, if you've noticed Chad on YouTube, and just look for that Love Always Adventure Often, uh, you'll find his channel there. Um, Chad, you guys are building a schoolie. Yeah. Yep. Now, this is different from homeschool. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> it? It will also be a homeschool. <laughs> You're converting a school bus we into are. a place for your family to live and travel and experience the world. Yeah. And it's called a schoolie. It's called a schoolie. And so you post your, your many adventures on your YouTube channel and uh, kind of put it out there for the rest of us to share because I don't know that all of us are gutsy enough to take that on. <laughs> well, you have to know that the bus's name is Buster Brown the Bus. Buster Brown the Bus. Yes. Kids help with that one too? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we came up with a few options and we put it out to social media Oh, and, and, and the social media, our friends on social media help us uh, settle on Buster Brown the bus. Wow. So you're having many adventures. Yes. You're yep. working on Loving Always, <laughs> which we might get into a little bit. Yeah. Um, Chad, when, when we first met, this was, I think, over a decade ago. Yeah. I think it was 2007. Okay. I would buy that. Mm-hmm. And... You were at a different point in your adventures at that point. I was, yeah. Um, things have developed a little since then, which yeah. is how life rolls. Yeah. You've discovered some principles that I think are absolutely crucial for all of us because things get in our way, right? They do. I mean, you were doing well at the time. Yeah. But you were kind of showing up at maybe 70%. If I was lucky. 75 on a good yeah. day, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, from all appearances, um, you had things together. Yeah. You were clicking, you were getting your businesses going, and, 
and and having a great life. Yeah. And there's no argument with that. Yeah. It was absolutely. a great life. But you realized you were coming in a little subpar. Yes. Can you share with our listeners what that experience was for you and what it triggered? Yeah. Well, what I've what I started to notice over the years was that I could play at 75% and the majority of people thought it was my 100. You could get by with that. I could really no sweat. fool people. And it was uh, it was really really interesting to live yeah. this life where I professed to be these things, you know, such as a filmmaker, a coach, a mentor, a speaker. Mm-hmm. And the filmmaking world was really a great place for me to discover this because I could go I could go in and this is not this is not coming from a place of arrogance. This is coming from a place of um noticing, right? And just being in mm. tune and mindful of where I was. I wasn't always this mindful, but I knew somewhere in the back of my mind, hey, I can come into this industry and I can be creative at 75%. I yeah. can run a business at 75% and most people will never even notice. Right. Which is really interesting. And so over the years, there was a lot of discontent and I felt creatively stuck. I felt like... um I wasn't developing, I wasn't pushing, I wasn't, and I'm a, I'm, I'm very kind of a restless person. Uh-huh. Um, I want to make sure that I'm going somewhere or do, you know, making progress in something. And so, but I couldn't, I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was right. until I realized and hired a coach mm-hmm. who helped me realize, Hey man, mm-hmm. at your talent level, you can play at a 75%. Most people think it's a hundred, but there's always one person who knows what level you're playing at. The guy inside your own skin. <laughs> yeah. This one right here. You know what? And all those other people, Chad, I'm sorry. They're just not paying that much attention to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because can you squeak by? Can you get by? Can you give people the impression that you're you're clicking? Yeah. Yeah. You can't. And and you're you're pretending or you're faking it or you're just getting by. And they don't care that much. Right. How much does it change their life anyway? Right. Well, because they're they're paying more attention to the person inside their skin. Exactly. Right? And so they're the ones, the the things that are going going on inside of their head is how much am I showing up or what am I doing or or are people noticing that I'm not showing up? They're not not looking at me going, this guy's not showing up. You know, it's so funny (laughs) to me because I get this all the time. In my practice with my coaching clients, where where they'll say, oh, well, you know, I just don't know what other people are going to think about this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're just not that important to them. <laughs> you know, other people, it's like this big mass of humanity that yeah. somehow is concerned about you. That's right. It, do you see how egocentric that is? When really, they're worried about themselves, mostly. That's right. So... It's not about managing your impression, right? Yeah. You could have done that at 70%, but what would that have done to you? It was tearing me apart. Dr. Ball, it it tore me apart for, I mean, six, seven years of owning this film business because Mm. what it allowed me to do, what this business allowed me to do is once we got a recognized name, we started a film school. 
where we traveled and we taught people how to how to create film and story structure right. and uh, managing a business and all that kind of stuff. I was speaking at two or three large filmmaking events a year from the stage in mm-hmm. front of 300 to 500 people. And all of those people thought I was showing up at 100%. They thought they were getting everything from me. And I knew they weren't. They and had no reason to believe otherwise. It was killing me. It was killing uh. me. Yeah. What was getting in your way? I, you know, the, the, the idea that I was playing small was a big aha. That was a big moment. And that was, I yeah, had the help like of a when coach. when it finally occurred yeah, to you. Yeah when, I, yeah, when it occurred to me. That was a big moment. But then I didn't know what to do with that for maybe even another three or four years until I realized mm-hmm. that it was fear that kept me going the last 25%. Ah, yes, our old friend. (laughs) You mentioned coaching. Can I just comment about that? Yeah. Because you and I both have coaching practices. We've both engaged coaches in our life. And it was explained to me by one of my coaches once. It's like your whole experience is projected on the inside of this box Mm. that you're in. And so you're just seeing, you know, you're experiencing your life. It's this projection on the inside of a box. And you don't know what's going on outside of the box. Well, there's instructions for getting out of your box. Yeah. But they're printed on the outside of your box. (laughs) I love it. That's why you got to engage a mind outside of your own. Yeah. And it's not that your coach is any more brilliant than you are. It's simply that they're outside of your box and they can read the freaking instructions to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the value of of accessing a perspective that's different from your own. And I've made it a point, Chad, I don't know if you've done a similar thing, to hire coaches where I know that they know something I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't think like I do. Early in my career, I wanted to... Do you remember this phrase? I wanted to align with like-minded individuals. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's great on the social scene. But you know what? For coaching, you get somebody who's going to stretch you, Yeah. who's going to read the instructions to you, Mm -hmm. and it's not always going to be pleasant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we stay in our... We're either in the comfort zone or the growth zone. Pick one of those. Yeah. I mean, no, d- let me tell you, like that process of figuring out what at what level I was playing at was a painful process. It is kind of, huh? It was so painful because I don't want to admit that that's what I'm doing. I don't even right. want to acknowledge. I don't even see it, right? But I tell my clients, my job is not to be brilliant. My job is not to mm. motivate you. My job is to ask questions that you are unwilling to ask yourself. Right. Or that you even know exist. And right. that's my job is to find those questions and then help you find the answer. Yes. That's the brilliance of hiring a coach. Yeah. Uh, wow. That nugget alone, folks, if you can run with that one, <laughs> right? That's right. Now, we got this whole topic of fear, too. Yeah. Um, which is something that is not new. Uh, to the listeners of Live on Purpose Radio, to you or to me, yeah, uh, this is some. I refer to it as our old friend fear. Yeah, uh, the number one thing that gets in our way that keeps us operating at a lower level of production or or joy. Yeah, 
I mean, forget about productivity. Exactly. For a what is this all about? Exactly. That's what it came down to for me, Doctor Paul. Is it? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that my my business wasn't reaching a level that I wanted it to reach, or it wasn't that I wasn't making an amount of. Money. Of course, I would love to make some more money. There's always yeah, another there's, dollar. Chad. There's always another dollar. It's that my joy was not full. Right. And and that is why I was finally able to face this fact because I don't know that money would have motivated me to face it. I don't know that a you know a certain level of a business would have motivated it was that joy. Why am yeah. I not feeling the joy that I know is possible in this life? Right. And then and then you realize that your playing small was putting a cap on your own joy. Yeah. Yep. Now, you know what? There's some nice strategic side effects because I've found when people when people let go of money as the motivation and they, they focus on exactly what we're talking about here, joy, yeah. establishing a life of joy, they tend to get more money. <laughs> it's true. And there's reasons it's for true. that. Yeah. It's not luck or magic. Yeah. But it comes back. First, yeah, okay. We've known forever that happiness and and uh, success are correlated, yeah. But we've misinterpreted it all these years, saying, "Oh, therefore, if I'm more successful, I'll be happy." It's the other way around. Yeah, it is the other way around. Yeah, absolutely. This is Chad Brown at Live on Purpose Radio. We'll be right back to dig into some of those other principles. Thank you for listening to Live on Purpose Radio. We're so glad to have you here. Please come by the website, drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, drpauljenkins.com. On the website, you'll have an opportunity to receive a free download. And while you're there, make sure you click on the social media icons. Come over to Facebook, where we will be posting these episodes as well as our YouTube videos and other content and announcements for you to share. Please like us, comment, subscribe, join the conversation. We're happy to have you with us here at Live On Purpose Radio. Let's all support each other to live on purpose. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. Chad Brown at Live On Purpose Radio today. Chad, this is fun. This is so fun. This is a lot of fun. When, when we talked about fear in yeah. the first half, it gets in our way all the time. It steals our joy. Yeah. And the, I think the deceptive thing about fear is that we feel that we have to avoid certain things in order to be joyful. Right. When really facing that fear puts us in position to experience a greater level of joy that wasn't possible before we took the brave act, the, the courageous step right? Yeah. There's got to be some kind of practical way. Well, you know, can I pick a bone for just a second? Yeah, I mean, go like, for it. It really, the majority of the way that people talk about fear kind of bothers me just a little bit. Ah. And we use a lot of cliche statements when we talk about fear. We're going to crush this fear. We're going to squash this fear. We're going to face this fear. Right. And in my right. work, I hear that a lot from my clients, right? What do you want to do? I ask them, what do you want to do with this fear? Yeah. And they always say something like, oh, I want to get rid of it. I want to squash it. it. I want to conquer it. I want to face yeah. it. Beat it. And as I never do, I never let them off easy. I say, yeah. what does that mean? 
Right. And nobody can explain to me what it means to conquer your fear or face your fear. Yeah. And my contention is, is that we might be using the wrong language. I'm not going to say we are, but we might be using the wrong language. Interesting. What I think is that we embrace our fear and we have a healthy relationship with it because it's not going anywhere. Well, accept it. See it for what it is and the value that's in it. Right. Our old friend fear. Yeah. You embrace a friend, right? So as he as the fear bubbles up, I call it bubbling up because I don't know how other people feel it, but I feel it in my gut. Mm. That's where I feel my fear. Okay. And I can that that word bubble really helps me kind of illustrate it. Yeah. And so um, when I feel that bubble up, um, that for me is an invitation. It's a it's a sign nice. a sign invitation for Mr. Fear saying You are cordially hey, invited. You're cordially invited to step up and be better. Not better, be new. Experience more. Yeah, joy. yeah. Isn't so, that what it comes to? Yeah, so then I can accept that fear up, and I can look at it. And I can say, oh, interesting. Aren't you interesting? Why am I feeling this? What could I do to really engage with this? <laughs> and so I came up with a concept that I think is awesome, and a lot of people have given me some great feedback on it. I call it DAB. DAB. That is okay. initials for daily acts of bravery. Well, it's not like that dab move. <laughs> no, no. Okay. We're not dabbing over here. <laughs> that, was, that was, by the way, the best dab I've ever seen. I wish this was a video oh, podcast. Yes, it's audio only. <laughs> but people, you can imagine that. But really quickly, I'll get through it really fast. Basically, what I do on a daily basis in the morning in my study, in my study and meditation time, is I take myself through an exercise where I, I come up with a concept that I think sounds nice, that I want to embody. Say I want to be a more loving and thoughtful husband. Yeah. Right? Which I, I'm sure you do. I, do. I absolutely do. And so with that in Your mind... Your wife's for it too, by the way. <laughs> I think she is. Just saying. <laughs> She she might tell you that this is not successful, but... <laughs> hey, but she's glad you're working on it. Right, exactly. Um, no, so what I do is I go through this process where I, where I come up with a concept that I want to focus for that morning. Mm-hmm. The concept, let's say, is being a more loving and uh, thoughtful husband. Yeah. Then what I do is I actually visualize myself as a more loving and thoughtful husband. Picture it. Yeah, absolutely. On a, on a step-by-step in the day, what would I do as a more loving and thoughtful husband throughout this day? What would I do? What would it look like? How would I show up? Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, nice. during the day while I'm at work, meeting with clients, all of that kind of stuff. In the evening when kids are doing homework and dinners needs to be done and kids need to be bathed and mm-hmm. yada, yada, you know, all of those things. What would it look like if I was committed to being a more loving and a thoughtful husband. And as, nice. as I think through those things, I pay really close attention to how I feel. And in what yeah. ways does fear show up? Hmm. Right? So maybe fear shows up in saying, oh, but you're already so busy. How could you possibly manage to send a thoughtful text during the day? Uh, just, yeah. You know? Oh, you're always, you're, so, you're always in a rush to get home. How could you possibly stop and grab flowers? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what, what, will, what, should, what will she think? If There's she, that's a dozen that's, reasons not to do it. Right. I think the biggest one that always comes up for me, and I hope people can relate to this, is what will they think? Yeah. If I start doing something different, what will they think about me? 
And that brings up, I don't know if that's, that, that is for anybody else, but that brings up a whole bunch of insecurities the for me. start showing up. <laughs> so when, yeah. that, when those feelings, since I'm paying really close attention to those feelings and I know what fear looks like for me now, mm-hmm. um, when those start to show up, that's what I know. That's my daily act of bravery for the day. Right. That's my mission for the day is to do that act because I know I've now, I've brought the fear up. I've looked at it. I said, hey, you're interesting. I want to play with you. And I'm going yeah. to play with it. So you respond mm. to the invitation. Yeah. And it's, and, and it's the signal for you yeah. is the bubble. It's yeah. the fear. It's the yeah. that feeling in your gut. And sometimes wow. it's a disaster. But most of Perfect. the time, it's amazing. And it's a practice. What do you do with the disasters? Practice them again. I mean, when I go to when I go to soccer practice and I miss the goal, do I walk away? I mean, do I just say, "Oh, I missed. I'm going to walk." No, it's practice. It's practice. Yeah. And it's an essential part of the whole process, don't you think? Right. It teaches you so much. You don't learn that much from your successes. Yeah. I mean, you, you get to experience joy. That's kind of the payoff, but you learn the most from the failure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Has that been true for you? Yeah. Especially if you have a success with no failure. So There's I got no, Yeah. I got to ask you. Yeah. A schoolie? Yeah. This had to be one of your daily acts of bravery. Absolutely. Was you it? Know, yeah, absolutely. You know, my wife and I, we talked about full-time travel for a long time, for probably three years. Um, uh-huh. And it was just always something that was in the back of our mind. It would bubble up in our conversations. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? You don't love that phrase? Hmm. Wouldn't it be nice? If only. If only. Someday. You know, and yeah. so that's where full-time travel lived for us. But we knew there was something calling us to do this. And so when I discovered this process... I was really going to put it to the test, right? This is what, mm-hmm. this was my proof in the pudding. And so I did the process and I really visualized what it would be like for our family to full-time travel. Mm-hmm. And where the fear came up for me was the start. So much had to be done to start. Just to pull the trigger on Just it. to downsize all your crap, because we love our crap these days, uh-huh. and uh, to sell the house, because we're, you know, we remodeled this 50s house that we loved, and it was beautiful, and it was our first kind of permanent place that we had stayed and um, owned, and all of these, all of these things, right? The start was the difficult, and once... It often is. Yeah, yeah. That you first know, step. I just, I just got done putting the solar power system inside the bus... Oh, yeah. So I had to learn so much about power. And one thing that was very impressive to me or, or really made an impact on me was what's, I don't remember the exact term for it, but it's basically the startup power. Because you have to mm. know how much power each of, your, each of your appliances is going to use to know right. how much power you need in your solar, in your yes. batteries, right? And how much power needs to be converted from AC to DC. So anyway... I'm sure that means something. Yeah, absolutely. So a refrigerator, take a refrigerator. Yeah. It only needs so much power to run. To you maintain. Know, to maintain. Functioning. But it's the startup power. It's that surge that has to that happen takes, to get it going yeah. that takes so much. 
I was this. I was like, yeah. this is so many lessons. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, it was that start. So, uh, so that's what I did. I we we brought the fear up, and Katie and I did it together, and we looked at it. We we talked about it, and we decided that day to put our house up for sale. Our house was under contract in 24 hours. Wow. It was closed in 20 days. Cash deal. You didn't have a schoolie yet. We had nothing. We had nothing. Ah! <laughs> the, the, no, you're not necessarily recommending that people put their house up for no, sale. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. But the, the, I think the key point here is take it out of someday. Yeah. Feel the fear. Embrace the fear. See it as an invitation to step forward with courage and bravery and to take whatever that next step is. If it doesn't strike fear into your heart, it's you're probably thinking too small. Yeah. You're probably still at 70%. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Nobody's really going to notice. <laughs> Except for you. But it might steal a little of your joy. Yeah. And you might fail. Yeah. Which is fine. Right. Uh, my wife um, told me that at her school where she's working, uh, they've turned fail into first attempt in learning. Yeah, I love that. And if you remember that acronym, you don't have to be afraid of it. Yeah. What if you knew it was going to take five attempts before you get it? How soon do you want to have your first one? Right now. Now's good. Yesterday would right? be better. Today is someday. Yeah. So I, t- I tell people some. Step. I tell tell people someday is a word that fear uses to slowly steal your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, one of my clients, I think, shared this with me that he he's like, "Well, does does the devil want you to do the right thing?" Yes. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> if we if we can always put it off till tomorrow or someday. Yeah. Well, Chad, that's amazing. Uh, we could go on with all kinds of discussion yeah. about the principles. I, I think we've hit some of the key ones for getting started, feeling the fear, embracing the fear, seeing it as an invitation. That's huge. Yeah. Very valuable. How, how can people find you? What you're doing? There's a couple of ways. Um, my catch-all is our Facebook page, my Facebook page, personal, Chad Brown. Um, okay. So that everything that I do kind of goes there. That's kind of the central. Plus, I would just love to be friends with people on Facebook. I love yeah. it. It's a great venue. And I do daily Facebook live videos. So if you like any of the stuff that I've talked about today, the, my live videos are all based around some of the principles um, that, cool. that we're doing with fear, mm-hmm. um, experiences with my clients, my own personal experiences, all of that kind of stuff. So it's fun. It's a quick little tidbit daily live. I get to get vulnerable and scared a little bit every day mm-hmm. to jump on their live and, and uh, interact with people. So that's really yeah. fun. My new website is launching. Uh, by the time this podcast published, it should be launched. ChadLBrown.com. Chad L. Brown. L as in Leslie. Yes, that is my com. middle name, Leslie. Very um, nice. <laughs> I have a lot of great friends named Leslie. Good. Both it's, it's my father's. It's my father's name, and he did not want it to be Leslie. He did not want my middle name to be Leslie. My mom won. 
Uh, um, yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then you mentioned our YouTube channel, Love Always underscore Adventure Often. I'm sorry. Just no underscore. Love Always Adventure Often. Okay. Love Always yeah, Adventure Often it. on YouTube. And then my Instagram where I do all curated um, landscape photography from our trips, which oh. has, has really gained some, some momentum. And we're having yeah. great conversations on there because I caption them with some sort of caption about fear and people are loving that. So you can jump on nice. there. It's at love always underscore adventure often. Okay. So just remember the love always adventure often. You're going to find it. Instagram. Yep. Uh, YouTube. YouTube, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Chad Brown on Facebook. Yep. Chad L Brown. Dot com. Dot com is the website. Yep. Awesome. Chad, thanks for joining us at Live on Purpose Radio. Thanks for having me, Dr. Paul. I mean, this is like a this is a cool experience. This is a full circle experience. Is this one of your daily acts of bravery? It absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I had some courage to talk to Chad Brown today. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, folks, you've heard it. I think if you're feeling the invitation, today is a great day to RSVP. Yeah. Let's do this. Go yep. live on purpose. Yeah.